You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. I am so excited to talk about Urban Legend. We are going to continue on this month for our 90s slasher horror series. I'm this is like this is really cool for me. I'm so excited. We're talking about Jared Leto, Brad Dorf, Robert England, Tara Reed is in this movie, and for the Uber fans such as myself, Danielle Harris is in this. We'll talk about her later. Eric, how the hell are you doing, buddy? Disappointed that you did not mention Michael Rosenbaum in this. He does not get enough credit. Well, I guess that's uh, the reason why right there. But, of course, the biggest name of all, uh, Joshua Jackson, uh, which was to the delight of Sarah, who watched this with me. And I hope you enjoyed it. well, Joshua Jackson's performance in this movie, Sarah. Uh, as a first-time viewer of this movie, uh, I was it was pitched to me as a movie with Joshua Jackson in it. And spoiler alert, he is killed off at the 31-minute mark. Uh, so I was, I was a little disappointed at that. What did you think of the blonde tips, though? That's so 98. Uh, well, he, he, he did uh, Cruel Intentions in 99, and he had that same look. So I, I, it was a, I don't know, late 90s thing for him. Well, it was cause, because he did it in the second season of uh, Dawson's Creek. Because we're talking to a serious Dawson's Creek fan. I'm going to go ahead and just display my skeletons right there. I, I, I'm a big Dawson's Creek fan. So, uh, yeah, but he did this in the beginning of season two after his uh, love affair with his English teacher. It was his rebel phase in that season. Oh, yeah. It was great. Joshua Jackson. But I don't care about Joshua Jackson. I care about who is this guy named Paul who is so unknown, who is the local newspaper journalist for the college. Oh, Jared Leto. That's who that is. I love this. I love that he's in this movie. What happened? He used to be cute. Yeah, he used to be cuter in my so-called life as well. Mm. Love him in this. So, 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 Sarah, I, I, Eric, I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. You know I love you, but I got like oodles of questions for Sarah. About Go ahead. This I'm curious yeah. to hear him as well. So, 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 Sarah, clearly, you know, this is not great, but yeah. like, but this thing had a 14 million dollar budget and it grossed 73 million dollars. Wow. So, and it spawned two sequels: Urban Legend mm-hmm. Final Cut is the sequel, and the third one is Urban Legend bloody mary like, uh, well i really want to see both of these now you do not want to see bloody mary bloody mary's direct a video oh, um, never mind but sarah you will love the sequel the sequel is this fun quick little synopsis it takes place at a college again but it all is around film students and the oh, big so okay. oh yeah yeah so it's all like is this a set or is this reality hmm. yeah interesting all right yeah. Okay. So what did you expect going into Urban Legend 1998 here? So I am a really big fan of the TV show Supernatural. Oh. And in the early seasons of that show, they they focus more on like lore and basically urban legends. Uh, so I was kind of coming into it feeling like I might get some more of that. Um, and I'm glad they explained, you know, they had the, the urban legend sort of class that they were um, taking their inspiration from. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of it I was a little disappointed 
uh, I was I was expecting a little more of the, the sort of supernaturally kind of things, um, but I thought it was enjoyable. You get that with Bloody Mary because that okay. is the killer is is sure. Mary herself, not mm-hmm. very good. Hence, uh, Candyman. Yeah. Uh, Eric. Okay, so 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 Sarah just told me her thing. Eric, you definitely have seen this, just like I, right, in our younger days, right? I mean, like this was this was this was considered one of the better ones of the of the dreck that we're going to be reviewing this whole year. Well, after the success of Scream, I think that the new cinema trend really caught on with the whodunits mm. and the the murder mystery kind of these thrillers. This is something that ruled the late 90s, and we got to see a lot of it. And to go off, of course, about the similar movies that kind of repeated this uh, uh, kind of kind of formula, but uh, they're all favorites, and it's all kind of it's the same thing, all what we love, just young, attractive people uh, being in situations where they get killed. Perfect date movies. Mm-hmm. Give me, you know, uh, just just go to the theater, get some popcorn, get some candy, and have a good time. But is this a popcorn movie? Because, like, I think the one thing, okay, because because the original Scream came out in 1996, and Scream 2 came out in 97. Scream 3 did not come on until 2000. So we had those two years of this all this dreck. And by the way, I'm looking at the cover, and it's the same as every late 90s horror movie. It has all the stars' faces on the cover. Um, I actually hold up Urban Legend. Okay, so like, oh, like Scream is this like really high bar, right? Scream is like the Tom Brady of its genre, right? Okay. I, Urban Legends like the Cowboys. It doesn't have seven rings. It has five rings. It's good. It's not that great, but it's it's there. Do you agree with that? Because a lot of these movies we're going to review are bad. Wes Craven's their nightmare, case in point. Hmm. Well, geez, uh, I, I would agree that Scream definitely set the bar uh, for the, probably the rest of uh, the nineties. Okay. All right. All right. So. Um, Sarah's go off the bat. What do you think of Alicia Witt? She's playing Natalie. I don't think she's a very good heroine. Not a very good virgin, quote unquote. What do you think of that? Um, I think she did fine. Uh, she wasn't super. She was. She was just there. Um, she didn't really leave an impact on me. Um, you know, I kind of figured out fairly early, like, okay, once they once they made the point that she had accidentally, she was in the car where somebody accidentally got killed, I'm like, oh, this is obviously going to be a revenge movie. Um, right. It's going to be, you know, when they said, we think it's Paul, I'm like, okay, well, Paul was the brother or something of that sort. So I thought it was, that was pretty obvious. Um, yeah, I think she could have been changed out with any other 90s teen actress and it would have been the same movie. As you see now, Sarah, now that sucks because, like, you think of Scream, you think of Sydney Prescott, right? So the actress that plays Sydney Prescott is that that's embedded into your mind. This is missing that that star-studded heroine because the killer, which we'll mm-hmm. reveal later, is more of a star than the than the hero. Yes, I was surprised that that. Uh, that actress, I can't remember what her name was already, uh, that Natalie was the main character in this. I was expecting it to be Rebecca Gayhart. Right. Or you're expecting Tara Reid one year before American Pie? Oh. 
Uh, you know, as the like the DJ, I feel like she was automatically the side player. She was never gonna be the, the main character. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so even like Paul as the the journalist felt like he was gonna be more of a main character than who was actually the main character. And it shocks you too because Joshua Jackson, like I said, uh, Dawson's mm-hmm. Creek comes out in January of '98. This comes out in September. Yeah. He has a huge, huge star on the rise at this point. You think they would do reshoots and be like, "Yeah, Jared Leto, take a take a seat back for the blonde tip Joshua Jackson here." That didn't yeah, happen. I I thought he was going to stick around longer than 31 minutes. Right, Eric. <laughs> what do you think of that? What do you think of that famous pop rock scene with uh with Joshua Jackson there with? It, it looked a lot better it. in the trailer. I can tell you that. <laughs> you saw the trailer. <laughs> I remember the trailer because it has Josh, Joshua Jackson falling down on the, on the stairs, and that's of course going to be some of the allure that's going to draw you in to be like, oh no, what's going to happen to to everyone's favorite next door, you know, sweetie hunk Joshua Jackson, which Good is uh, probably what what brought you in. Sweetie hunk is also a term I'm going to start using now. And I uh, wish you do. Can't wait for that. It's, it's, I'm going to see if it got, got any legs here. Uh, but you have, again, just a movie with a bunch of just young, attractive people. It, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. This is what I think ha- why this movie falls into this kind of date movie. It, it falls in the, the good time, so it's under uh, an hour 45. It's like an hour 39, I think. So the time allows for that, too. Um, there were some good kills in, <laughs> in this movie. There was. Uh, some yeah. some fun ones here. Uh, the story was the most ridiculous. I mean, the the logic of you know you pick it apart at every scene because it brings a, brings forth a new set of issues every time. And it just you know this is why this movie and why this genre succeeds. It's because it's fun. You know, uh, we've said it before. Where a movie where you can just kind of turn off the logic and turn turn on the violence just seems to kind of bring out some sort of uh, enjoyment in and you know it, it, just everybody right and you know it's when you know it's fake and fun you just gotta go along for the ride well I like the fact and I don't think see now this is the weird thing the opening of the movie is the urban ledger of the killer in the back seat right you know mm-hmm. you got the young college girl looks innocent but she's probably done some bad things in her personal life you know but she looks innocent right she killed a guy yeah. well no 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 that's not this no 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 this is the beginning this is just a random woman no that's no. the girl no that's the best friend of the main character uh what was her name uh michelle that was michelle she was the best friend. She was. Of she Natalie. was the driver yes. of the car. Yeah, she was the best friend of Natalie. They were the, okay. the cheerleading wow, captains. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. All right. My fault then, because I I watched this yesterday, and I guess early two thousands. Jordan was just like, well, this doesn't make any sense with knowing the ending that we know. This this is a random kill. But now I I don't I don't know why I thought that. But okay. Wow. Okay. Never mind. My whole. <laughs> My whole like fifteen minutes of the show is now gone. Thank you. <laughs> oh uh, man, we're gonna talk Jordan into liking this movie now. Yeah. Ooh. But let's let's talk about the urban legends, okay? So we got the so we got the killed in the backseat. That's an urban legend. Do you guys have ever heard or drank Bud Ice before? <laughs> yes. I'm I'm dead serious. There's a reason for this. I'm drinking it right now, but there's a reason for this. Bud Ice. Don't they in usually the 90s, come in forties or like in like the deuces? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no, I I have a twelver. 
uh, Bud Ice is not a sponsored movie guys podcast. But the reason I'm telling you this is because you know how you know how Budweiser. I, this is funny to me. Budweiser does the frogs, right? Everybody knows the frogs mm-hmm. and the, the Clydesdales, right? Yep. But in the early '90s, Bud Ice did this uh, "Give Me an Ice" campaign, which it was not successful at all. And Bud Ice stocks were kind of like falling. So they decided to do something crazy. So they hired this young market executive and they're like, you know that killer in the back seat? But instead of a killer, let's make it penguins that are trying to get Bud Ice. Dooby dooby doo. You know, ex- there you go. That's what they always. Sarah, do you have any idea what I'm talking I have about? no idea, but I'm going to YouTube it the second you we need, are done with this. You need to because your boyfriend just said it and that commercial's 30 <laughs> years old. Like, I mean, literally, it's the beginning of this movie. This guy is going into a carryout. It's running. It's raining. He's scared. He, he Something's going on. He grabs a 12-pack of Bud Ice, and all of a sudden, there's a penguin in the background in his car seat going, doobie, doobie, doo. <laughs> there's like six commercials of this. Yeah, they had a big series of them. And that's how Bud Ice became famous was the doobie, doobie, doo penguins, which were based off of an urban legend. So... The whole point of me bringing that up is I want to go off of every urban legend that I can in this movie that I mm-hmm. wrote down. And I wanted to know what your guys' opinion was, if that was an urban legend that you heard of or not. So the first one is the killer in the back seat. Did you guys hear of that urban legend before? Uh, Erica, go with oh, – Sarah, go ahead, please. I, I've never heard of it as an urban legend, but as a woman, uh, we talked about this. That is something that I do – if I am alone and it is dark out, I check my back seat and I'm skipping ahead. But the guy under your car who slashes the Achilles tendon is a legitimate concern. I always wow. check under my car and the back seat of my car when it is dark and I am approaching my vehicle. Okay. So All right. I have fair, heard of both of enough. them and it scares the crap out of me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Eric, <laughs> have you ever heard about the killer in the back seat? I I feel like I have. I feel like I've have, like heard some type of story like like that i was thinking more of like uh the hook in the car nice you know kind of maybe something uh there seems to be a bit more familiar to me um i can't say particularly that i know the story of it but it it seems like kind of familiar uh but you know this is a weird movie where they teach a folklore class at pendleton university and they also have the Encyclopedia of Urban Legends, uh, a full volume Robert of it. England. Yeah, uh, Robert England, Freddy Krueger himself, and that that book available in the library, which was which was pretty cool right. too. Um, so no, I guess I haven't heard that. Have you heard of the urban legend about the beautiful people that stay in the ancient yet beautiful castle that is also the dormitories in New England University? Yes, but it's also in Toronto, so there you go, bud. Okay. You know, since you said that, I just wanted to bring that up because I did some research like I always do for these movies. You won't believe this, and Eric, you and I are a huge fan of this. During the filming of this, I could not believe that the production designer, right, the person that's in charge of designing the sets and atmosphere was Charles William Breen. Do you know who Charles William Breen is, Eric? Who is Charles Wilson Breen? Willie Breen. He, he's the guy that did the production design for Blade Runner in 82. 
really. <laughs> he's the reason why Blade Runner looks as beautiful as it does. So he makes this movie. I just found that absolutely crazy uh, to me. Okay, so I mean, like, skip over a few things because we already talked about Bloody Mary. We talked about the Pop Rocks. I never heard of hanging from a tree while she's in the car and his and his and his feet and his tipped and his toes are dangling. I never heard of that urban legend. Have you guys ever heard of that urban legend before? Sarah? Uh, no, I have not. Um, when he gets out of the car, I expected like a hook hand guy, sort mm-hmm. of like that. I've heard of that, um, you know, to like start going down the side of the car. And then they find, of course, Joshua Jackson hooked to death or something. Um, so oh, no, I haven't heard of the hanging. I haven't heard uh, of that one either. Attached to the car and oh, all that. Yeah, Eric, how about you? Have you heard I, of that one? I can't say that I, I have heard of that one. Either I I don't know if I know too many urban legend urban legends based around cars, but uh, it seems like I'm you know strike two on this one. Well, the well the well the one that I always knew was the uh, was the headlight ones. Mm-hmm. That's still still to this day as a 34 year old man I still do not turn my high beams. Oh, it freaks me. The oh no, I do not do <laughs> not do not do that. <laughs> You know, because you two have been to my area, uh, and it's in the middle of the country. People, people up here still fly the Confederate flag because Ohio definitely has Southern heritage. Uh, we saw, we, we saw. Yeah, no, yeah. I do. I, I do not flash high beams. I do not. So, like, that's one that I know. Um, the ankle slasher, Sarah, you brought that up earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I never heard of that urban legend, but that sounds like something that you definitely want to get away from. Uh, there's one uh, where the guest of the fraternity party, uh, he, he claims that the song Love Roller Coaster contains a real murder scene, which Sasha screams for her life during the radio broadcast. I've never heard of that either. Have you guys heard of this? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Yeah. So I, over I, I, three. Like, this is not good. It's there's there, They have a few of like the the, the not-so-murderous urban legends in here. You know, they... they Oh, uh, the dribble up a celebrity's ass. Like, that's an urban legend. Poor Richard Gere, you know. Uh, but, like, that's Man. one... Uh, a big one. Uh, they did another one. Remember when Tara Reid was on... Was doing uh, her radio show. That's the love roller coaster. The murder scream. No, and, no, I, I'm, and... I'm just alluding... To, I'm just talking about all the other... Uh, okay. Uh, urban legends. Uh, I, I've heard of... Of that one, I didn't know if it was Love Roller Coaster. I thought it was like there was another song that did it, but uh, no, they they talked about the the celebrity getting a dribble up the ass, and then the penis getting stuck in the vagina. Oh yeah, what's that it called, did. Sarah? Um, I don't remember off the top of my head, but we did Google it, and it's a real thing. And there's also an urban legend where a caller calls into Sarah's radio show, and she's like, "Hey, I got my stomach pumped after." Uh, performing oral sex and adjusting semen. Yep. So there, I like that they, uh, that they snuck those little ones in there. That's like a Friday night. That's not a fucking urban legend. <laughs> <laughs> How do you spend your Fridays, Jordan? I just, I just yeah, admitted okay. it on, I just admitted it on air. Okay. So look, okay. So right there. Okay. So we talked about urban legends. We talked about some fun cameos of fun, but like, we do review. So one of my issues is if somebody at the studio comes up to me and says, hey, we want to make a movie called Urban Legend, right? 
and we the killer has to be this, this, this. But whatever you got to do to get from point A to point B, that's you. All you. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. I would make the killer do uh, very stereotypical urban legend kills. Hook for the hand, bunny man, you know, like stuff like that instead of these hanging from a tree with your toes – uh, the love roller coaster with the scream, you know, the kidney heist at the end, sure. But like, mm-hmm. that's one of my complaints of this movie, guys. Is I don't feel that this introduces old urban legends that people would know. It's telling us new ones, and I and I think that's a detriment to the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, there was uh, the one that you didn't talk about, Jordan, was the dog in the microwave. I was going Eric, to, yes, we'll talk about yeah. it. Yes. Okay. Eric, I wasn't sure if you knew that one from before or if you remembered it from the first or from seeing it years ago. Um, yeah. Because you, you were like, oh, yeah, it's the dog in the microwave. I'm like, oh, that was, that was, oh, God, could not watch that. <laughs> right. Dog in the microwave was a big one because the theater of legend goes, an old lady tries to dry her wet dog mm-hmm. in a microwave. Oh. But yes. Yeah. That's how, it, that's how it goes. I mean, like, the movie overall, before we get to the big end reveal, who the killer is and all that stuff, I just I just wish they would have made it more mainstream instead of mm-hmm. these lackluster ones. Okay, like, for example, like with the Pop Rocks and, you know, like the Mikey, he likes it thing. That was hip for the time, so that mm-hmm. makes sense. Hanging from the tree, no. The headlights, sure. The love coaster, no. Ah, the aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights? That's oh, a good one. That's yeah. that's that's a good one. Yeah, which we got to, to see in, in this movie, which was uh I guess kind of interesting, that kill. Well why is that why is that interesting? I think actually that's that's not a bad kill at all. I I wouldn't say it's a it's a bad kill. It's just that character, that, that goth room character is just you know, like she might as well just have worn a red shirt. It it was uh <laughs> it's it overplayed. Was, yeah, yeah, but it's 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 fun because we get an extra kill, and it's hers wasn't really. All the other ones were were more grand, and right. she just got strangled and then made to think that uh, she had killed herself. Which also, like I noticed, that, that body just just kept on bleeding. Like the next day when they wrapped her up oh, in yeah. the stretcher, and she had blood on the on the sheet. I was like, damn, that girl, that girl kept on going, like. But the thing, though, and and I, and I will argue with you on this one. Why I like that kill is because how real that kill could be, and that's what makes it a good urban legend. Like, what's great about urban legends is that it's not how ridiculous they could be; it's how real they could be. Like sure. the headlights thing could be. Mm-hmm. Think about that. You know, um, you're in your room with your spouse. You're sleeping. You hear a noise, but you don't turn on the lights. You go to take a Pee in the middle of the night, you hear a noise, and all of a sudden you wake up the next morning and you go into your child's room and they're murdered. And it says, Aren't you glad I didn't turn on the lights? Like, that's such a great, scary, it could happen to anybody kind of thing. So that's why I think that her roommate's kill was really effective because that could happen. Somebody could be that fucked up to do that. I really enjoyed that kill. Sure. Um, I think that's, and the reason why I'm getting hyped about it is because I think that's what the movie is missing. That's what, sh- like, nine out of the ten of the kills should have been. It was like, oh, I know this one. Oh, God. You know, and it's, 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 it, it, it didn't do that for me. 
You know, it didn't make me go up and go, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. You know, it just didn't do it. We find out that the killer is her best friend, which I just despise that whole writing concept. But Rebecca Gayhart plays Brenda, and she turns out to be the killer because, uh, you know, Natalie and her and her cheerleading partner, if you will, uh, did the whole uh, urban legend thing. It was like a year prior and, you know, killed her boyfriend. It so was like this is, three years? Yeah. We were was trying to figure years? out the timing of that because it was while she was in high school. They are well into college. She had to take the time to befriend this girl. And it happened while she was in high school, presumably. At, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we were thinking like three-ish years. Like, like That's a long game right there. That's a long game. That's for, re- for revenge. That is not how psychosis works, people. Yeah. Uh, this, I mean, this... This, I mean, it's Brenda's character is just crazy. And also, if you guys got her last name, her name is Brenda Bates. <laughs> really? I get it. I mean, Norman Bates, come on. Like, just shut up. Just shut up. They, this bad they tried to cram it all in here, you know? It's like, oh, uh, they, oh yeah. And it's, but, but Rebecca Gayhart is fun. I love her kookiness she kind of reminds me of harley quinn in a way just like somebody who will love you and then just like just like i mean rebecca gayhart's character of brenda is like a girl who loves you goes goes to a bar with you drinks a beer with you and then stabs you in the neck like she's just this kooky weird harley quinn kind of girl and i really liked her i hated the killer's outfit like (laughs) Like, here's an idea. I'm going to befriend this girl for three years, do all these things that you guys just said, but I'm going to put on a winter jacket? Yeah, we've seen worse. Happy Death Day didn't have an original costume either. No, a Happy Death Day's costume was fun. This is just a winter jacket. Nothing else but a winter jacket. This is worse than the slicker outfit that the killer wears that I know did last summer, which we'll be reviewing this year as well. Like, this is bad. Sure. It's just ominous. It's just dark. It's just kind of... Um, w- did Wolf Creek have this? Wolf there was Creek an- didn't have a costume like this. No, there was another movie where it was like an orange winter jacket. Oh, I'm trying to think what it was. Cry Wolf? Oh, 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 no, 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 no. Cry Wolf had a sack on his face, like a la, like uh, the time of dreaded sundown. Anyway, I'm getting nerdy. Um... Okay, so Sarah, mm-hmm. you have never seen this movie. No. You, f- you find out the killer is Brenda. And we're okay, so my question is a two part question. A, how do you feel that Brenda was the killer? And what do you think of her acting, uh, Rebecca Gayhart's acting as the killer? And then also, B, what do you think of her uh, winter jacket as the costume? <laughs> What do you think of this? I'm curious what your opinion is. Uh, Yeah, I thought Paul was more believable as a potential killer when they said, oh, yeah, he's probably killing these people so he can write about them. Mm. That seemed more believable that then she has waited three years, has tricked everybody into thinking that she's totally sane, and then flips the switch and just goes full-on psychopath uh, at the end while she's going to car out uh, Natalie's kidney. Um, that w- that was um, 
extreme. Um, her acting was, who oh gosh, equal to that. Um, I mean, she played crazy very well. I think she's got she's kind of got that look, the crazy hair and the, uh, yeah. Um, so I think she, I think she was good as the um, as the killer, I guess, towards the end. Um, and the parka was, uh, yeah, a strange choice to be the the murderer's costume. Um, also wondering how somebody her size managed to kill Joshua Jackson, among other people, um, and, like, string him up into a tree and all of that. It does not matter, right? <laughs> because we see her again in the sequel at the end. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, we see her in the sequel. Uh, Sarah, you, you will never see the sequel. Uh, you find out who the killer is at the end of the sequel, of course, and the movie ends. Wait, with wait, wait! The, stop! Are you going about to spoil the sequel right now? I'm not going to spoil the sequel. I'm not telling who the killer is. You find out who the killer is. Wait, so she's not the killer? In the sequel, no. It's oh, totally okay. somebody else random. Okay. And then at the end of the sequel, the killer is in an insane asylum, and he's being pushed in his wheelchair by somebody. And the camera pans up, and it's Rebecca Gayhart. Oh. Well, thanks for so, that spoiler, Chief. You already knew that. Danielle Harris, I want to talk about her real quick before we end our uh, show with our popcorn. Danielle Harris holds a special place in my house. She played Tosh. Do you guys know who Danielle, uh, Danielle Harris is at all? No. Nobody. Okay. Who's, so, who's oh, Tosh she has in been, this character? She has been in a lot of scary movies, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. Danielle Harris is the slasher film fans like holy grail. Uh, she got her like big break during Halloween four and five as um, um, Laurie Strode's uh, granddaughter, Jamie, mm -hmm. Jamie. Yeah. Uh, but then she reprised her role in Rob Zombie's remake. She, she was known as like the second coming of scream Queens back in the day. So I just wanted to give her a shout out because Daniel Harris is kind of like, kind of like that big thing for slasher freaks and people that are listening to this episode <laughs> if i don't say her name they're like blasts on twitter go when you're talking about daniel harris you know it's like all right okay daniel harris but uh she's kind no, of a big deal huh yeah kind of kind of a big deal just because she's been in it for a long time so okay let's get into our popular reigns for urban legend sarah i'm gonna save you for last because i'm really curious on what you think eric what is your popcorn rating for the uh, continuation of the late 90s <laughs> horror films of I'll Urban Legend? Keep it quick. Uh, this is a small bag. It is not a good movie uh, by really any any stretch there. Uh, it's just kind of silly. But because of that, you have fun with it. So it's just kind of one of those. It's not like it's so bad it's a good thing. It's just kind of just fit into that hour and a half fun thriller. That's just what it is. Um, don't take it too seriously. You could take it jokingly, which is I think how you're supposed to, just because it's supposed to be just a kind of a fun slasher. It's a, it's a small bag, you know, put some butter around that and kick back and enjoy a bunch of pretty people getting killed. Okay. And, uh, well, and that, and that, and that's what it was. It's, you know, I'm not in a hurry to, to watch or to rush and watch this one again. But, uh, you know, when it's on the, the Halloween marathon on TNT, uh, on basic cable, I'll, I'll keep it on. 
All right. Well, I guess you and I cannot agree at all on this one. I actually, this one a medium bag. I think this is uh, one of the best that we're going to review, and I'm and I'm interested to see what's going to happen in November, Eric, when you and I come back and we do our wrap up episode of all this. And you're like, yeah, you know what, Jordan Urban Legend one is wasn't as bad as some of the movies that we have reviewed this year, 2021, when it comes to the late 90s. Okay. I mean, this was this was solid. It was it was not great. Uh, but it was solid to the point of what you expect. And there's going to be some shit ones. So that's why I'm getting this one in media because I know what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> I actually like the cast a lot. And I think Jared Leto, Joshua Jackson, Rebecca Gayhart, uh, Robert England, Brad Dwarf. I think this is all fun little character B actors. That's just fun to be in. Yeah. And uh, I just really enjoy their presence. So for me, it's a medium bag. If you love this kind of stuff, if you don't like this, just just don't waste your time. But medium bag for me, it is fun. It is fun. Sarah, I'm chomping at the bit. What is your popularity for Urban Legend? So I've given this a lot of thought because I gave The Haunting a small bag and The Haunting was trash. But then I gave Mulan a medium bag and that was definitely better than this movie. So I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be like a, a heaping small bag. Um, because I was, I was entertained. Uh, this wasn't terrible. Um, I'm not saying that I want to rewatch it anytime soon, but I, I am interested in seeing the sequel. Um, so it was, it was a more or less solid nineties scary movie. I, I couldn't say any better. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So what's your overall park rating then? I think it's a small bag. It's a small bag. All right. Well, of course we'll be back next month. For, the, for you, the fans who are listening to the show who do not know, but once a month, we'll be coming back with our 90s horror series. So make sure to turn a look out for that. We will always bring you a 90s horror series for the rest of the year, 2021. I'm excited to continue on with this one because I'm Sarah's going to be joining, with, joining <laughs> us the whole time. I'm just so excited. I'm <laughs> really excited. Like, Sarah, have you seen I Know What You Did Last Summer? No. Oh, you haven't? No, I haven't seen Scream. I've never seen uh, pretty much any 90s horror movie that you can name. I probably have not seen it. It's gonna be you haven't seen Scream? Nope. Sarah, you haven't seen Scream? Um, I've seen Halloween, the original one with Jamie Lee Curtis. Right. Do you know That's who the killers are in Scream? No. <gasps> Jordan, oh. stop, just stop talking. <laughs> okay. The way that okay. you word vomit, it, it's just, okay, just stop good. talking. We're good. I'm so excited. Yeah, don't don't spoil this for me. No, I I'm won't. excited. I won't. I won't because 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 Scream when when we do Scream, Sarah, you know, like that is like like that's the tip of the iceberg for you right there. Like I'll be yeah, like, I know have very well. High it'll be a it'll be a big show then. But I'm encouraging you just just move on right now, Jordan. You almost ended Ed's friendship because of this. We're good. No, we're we're good. We're good. I'm not going to end friendships on this one. I learned from that mistake with Endgame. Hey, like always, everybody, check us out at MovieGuysPodcast.com, all your social media platforms, and also wherever you get your podcast from, we are on. Thank you so much for downloading us. And Eric and Sarah, like always, thank you so much for joining me. And we'll be back for another awesome episode next week of Movie Guys Podcast. Have a good night. <laughs>